Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Well, what's going on down to business podcast listeners and community? How are we doing, guys? My name is Xander Kirby. If you guys are new or don't know, now you know. I am a entrepreneur, 30 years old, three kids, one wife, living here in Columbia, South Carolina. If you guys have never been to Columbia, South Carolina, you should uh, because we have beautiful weather, low taxes. You can buy a house that's nice for like 200 grand, which is insane. Um, especially for you people up north. I keep talking to all these people up north living in the northeast, and you guys tell me all it does is snow and everything costs $500,000. Well, no thank you. That's why everyone's moving to Florida with Governor DeSantis, and they're moving down here to South Carolina. Our population's one of the top five fastest growing. But anyways, if you guys are joining us today, we thank you so much. I'm excited to be back with the podcast and um, just sharing life and information with you guys. On the Down to Business podcast, we talk to you and other business owners about how to grow in the areas of business, finance, marketing, and everything in between in life. And uh, a little bit about myself, if you don't know, I am uh, 30 years old. I own multiple companies um, that do close to $2 million in revenue per year. I recently um, sold uh, part of my largest company, which was a landscape company. And it's been a crazy last couple months. In today's episode... I uh, often preach for anyone that listens consistently, which there are 500 to 600 of you out there, which is awesome. We appreciate that. Um, We, if you've ever listened to me, I am consistently talking about transparency and authenticity in the way we live our lives. Um, For me, uh, that comes through my Christian faith. My walk with Jesus um, is the foundation for that. But I believe whether you're a faith-based person or not, it is extremely important to live a life um, where people can see your life and know it's authentic and true. I'm not sure if you guys have been following the Murdaw murders, uh, but we just learned. <laughs> we live about an hour away from where um, Alec Murdoch um, did what he did, supposedly. Supposedly. We, uh, you know, he, he, he was convicted, but uh, that's a long story for another time. But, um, Terrible guy, really bad dude, and but he fooled people for her for over a decade, and he was not authentic. He was a liar, and nobody actually knew him. And so today in this episode, I'm just going to get a little bit raw and real. Um, I'm, I'm talking to nobody here in the studio today, but I'm talking to you. And I have, I think, me sharing kind of um, what brought me to the place I'm at now. I grew this business that has been. Sort of my focus um, over my, my life over the last six and a half years and over the last 45 days, um, I decided uh, through prayer and through consideration um, to sell off a piece of it, shut down a piece of it, and keep a piece of it. And it is a huge, huge adjustment and uh, in a good way. But it has been extremely trying, and it's been a, over a year process. And so today, I just want to share with you guys uh, what my life has looked like over the last eighteen months. So, because I think it's going to be helpful, and and here's why: I, I um, 
I often talk to a lot of, of you and a lot of people through consulting across the country and then just friends. And something fairly alarming, something fairly, you might be surprised, but it's true. Over the last 90 days, I have talked to over 10 to 15 different young men, some entrepreneurs, some just husbands, fathers, um, some some single, um, who have, have shared with me that they are dealing with a life crisis in some way, whether that be financially, spiritually, emotionally, suicidal ideation, um, you know, addicted to pornography, you, you, the list goes on. But I have talked to so many people um, over not just my area, but across the country, especially men who are really struggling right now. I mean, you might be one of those people. Um, you know, we're going through a recession. We're going, we're going through tough times and we just came out of COVID and, uh, a lot of us came out beat, beat up, bruised, and, um, we're struggling. We're really struggling. We have a lot of people who are not spiritually healthy. Um, a lot of people, a lot of guys, a lot of, a lot of women who uh, don't know their purpose and, and feel lost. And, Today I'm speaking to that person. I, I, if you're listening today, I am so honored that you would spend some of your time listening to me talk um, here on our show. And I, I am hopeful and I pray that even if you're not spiritual, that you would see that uh, what I'm going to share today about my life, I'm going to be very transparent. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, where my mind's at, where it was at, where I'm going, uh, that it would change your life in some way and um, speak to you, speak to your heart. So... So anyway, so let me fast, let's, let's backtrack here. Okay, so for you guys who don't know, started a landscaping business named Trifecta in 2017. And that's where I learned business. I studied it, I read books, podcasts, and then I just went to the school of hard knocks. And um, first year, we did $250,000 in revenue uh, with one crew. And uh, it scaled to well into seven figures, close to $2 million dollars. And was debt free for the most part, profitable, um, just amazing, amazing what God did. Uh, I had never done landscaping before. I learned it. I but business is really where I love. And kind of going on about um, twenty twenty when COVID happened, uh, my wife and I we had a child, uh, we had a daughter, and um, we had yet to buy a home because we were paying cash for everything. And that's just a philosophy I believe in. And um, the COVID happened, and we were looking for land, and it was really difficult. Well, my dream with my company was to provide for my family and provide a place for us to have and call home. And so <clears throat> 2020, we were able to purchase some acreage here in our city and build a barn dominium house. And I was able to do it uh, straight cash. And that was... I didn't realize when I started my company how much that was the genesis and the driving force of what I was doing. Um, it wasn't about having nice stuff. It wasn't about being able to go on fancy vacations. It was literally I dreamed about ha us having a place to call home. And at the end of 2020, I had that, and we owned it, and it was a crazy feeling. Um, it was very satisfactory felt very at peace. But going into 2021, 
I didn't really realize it, but because my large my large goal had been met from what my company was, I had to reset my company's goals because, frankly, they were somewhat selfish. And not that they were selfish in an arrogant way, but they were selfish in that they were focused on me and not, not how I could build um, up other people with my companies. And going into 2021, I just kind of felt a little bit lost, confused uh, on what God was inviting me to with my my company. So for some of you guys may or may not know, I'm an influencer, whatever that means. Uh, it's a silly word, but that's what you guys would know it as in the landscape world. And so um, I was starting to really pick up some steam there with you know, helping people uh, with their landscape companies and doing some consulting. And so I really fell in love with, I've always really enjoyed marketing, but I really started enjoying marketing more and more. So we decided uh, to launch a marketing company. And my focus started turning to that probably mid-summer of 2021. And we launched that at the end of 2021. And this is kind of when I was faced with... um, a decision on what am I going to focus my time on and what, what am I called to? What do I want trifecta my landscape company to be? And for the first time, I really was having a hard time being excited about the future of it. And I'm not sure if you if you're there, or you've ever been there, but um, that's a hard place to be. Not when you're not excited, especially for me, I'm a, I'm a, what's called a passion person. I love being passionate about my sports teams about what food I'm eating that night, about what I'm, what show I'm watching, whether it's Survivor, I'm all in. I get super passionate about it. I'm just a person who's very passionate. And so when I'm not passionate about something, it is almost impossible for me to get on board. Almost impossible. And for the first time, I started feeling my passion nozzle turn off a little bit when it came to my landscape company. But I just kind of overwrote that and said, oh, I don't, you know, didn't really think too much of it. Well, I joined this amazing group, uh, a, a Christian uh, CEO group called C12, and I finally got a business mentor uh, in my local area who would meet with me every other week and pour into my life. And he really started asking me some awesome questions from the group. And the first one, and the one I ask myself every day now, is what is God inviting you to? And so um, going into 2022, I realized and, and tried to this is kind of where I made a mis- the first big mistake is instead of asking God what he was inviting me to, I told him what I was inviting him to. And I said, God, I've got this great company. You know, this is what we're going to do. Instead of asking God, what did he want for the company? Um, I had been riding this horse and it was going, uh, my company, it was going really good places. And I didn't really stop and humble myself and go, Maybe the Lord has something different for me. Maybe it looks differently than I think. And uh, I just want to challenge you guys as I stop for a second. Just have you thought about slowing down for a minute and thinking about where your company's supposed to go? Again, whether it's a faith-based decision or you know a family decision, um, are you running at such a speed that you can't slow down? <laughs> um, you know, my air, my plane was going. Uh, 200 miles an hour, and it's pretty impossible to land a plane when you're going so far out of control and speed-wise. We were growing fast. I was moving fast. I was hiring fast, um, taking on work fast, and just didn't stop, pause, and slow down for a minute. So going in 22, I was like, okay, 
got this new vision, got this plan. I'm going to hire a couple people to take my hands off it a little bit, and it's going to be great. Um, well, 2022 was the hardest year in business. We made, I have made great profit margins the other years. We made the least amount of profit. I wasn't as focused on the company as I should have been. We were leaking oil, quote unquote, you know, money um, all over the place. Wasn't doing as well. You know, I was always the salesperson, sales. Uh, we were converting some jobs. But we just weren't making the profits we needed. Just all year, it was just kind of a mess. And it exposed a few things in me. One was I built, <laughs> I realized uh, through some great team members I had hired that I built a company that worked for me. It didn't necessarily work for the other 20 people that worked for me. Meaning that everything kind of had to flow through me. Everything was on my back. And it really needed me. And that's not a healthy sign of a healthy company. Yes, I could go on vacation for weeks at a time and everything would be quote unquote fine. But it was, we had no true systems in the beginning of 2022. We had no true processes um, that that worked for everybody else. They worked for me if I was involved and they worked enough for everyone else, but it didn't work for the company. Take me out of the equation. Um, and so I guess that that's another challenge I say to you guys out there is as owners, are, is the company built around you or is it built around the company and you're an integral part? Lawns, landscaping, and outdoor awesomeness. It's what your business does best. Managing your vehicles and optimizing efficiency with the latest technology is what GPS Trackit does best. GPS Trackit provides a 24-7 view of where your company vehicles are and how efficiently they're operating, saving you time and money. With more than 12,000 customers, GPS Trackit has delivered peace of mind for lawn and landscape companies for 20 years. Are you ready to protect your vehicles and save money? Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call the number that's attached here in our link on our show notes or anywhere on social media or visit www.gpstrackit.com to learn more. Don't build a company on the back of you and it needs you every second. It needs every thought you have. Um, you know, it's kind of like pulling the plug in, in, a, in a bathtub. If you're pulled, is all the water going to run out? Or is it like a steady stream where it's okay if you're, you, you jump out of the stream, the water keeps flowing, everything's good. So that was something I realized early in 2022 when I hired a couple people who helped me realize this and, you know, being in that group. So by, you know, mid to late summer, we had finally, oh, it's so ugly, y'all. It was so ugly. Made so many bad decisions. Really had to, like, revamp, re-strategize, do new things. It was so hard. Um, by the end of the summer, we had finally gotten to a decent place with these new systems. And, um, but, but the problem was I was just out of gas. <laughs> I was out of gas. Again, I was so passionless. I had started, like I said, a marketing company and a sister company of that, a sports management company. Uh, those are the things I really enjoyed doing. And my focus was on those, and I was really excited about them and not very excited about my large landscape company. And so I kept trying, instead of stopping and asking God, why do I feel this way? I kept trying. I, you know, as I'm sitting here, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of getting emotional thinking about it because I don't know why I did this. I have no idea why I couldn't stop just for a week, just for a day, and say, God, I'm I'm really miserable. I kept 
It's almost like I felt like I owed something to God for the success he had given me and my family with this company. And by owing the feeling of owing him, I felt like I had to just like push through and sacrifice my joy and sacrifice what my heart was really saying. My head and my heart were having an absolute war is what I came to find out through this you know, middle to end of 2022. My head said Trifecta, my landscape company, has been the biggest blessing to my life. It's created generational wealth for my family. Um, not that the wealth part matters, but it just has taken care of us um, in ways that I never imagined. If you guys haven't listened, I was... I studied Bible in, in college. I was very ready to make zero to no money in my career as a pastor, and I was cool with it. So I didn't prepare myself to ever have more than paycheck to paycheck, literally. And so my head was saying, no, you've got to get this right. This is what God's given you. But it's weird. I was it, I was like talking for God instead of talking to Him. And... I didn't realize that until November, December of 2022, you know, last year towards the end. I was just completely out of gas. We were trying to um, come up with a strategic plan for 23, and we had all these issues, and I was one of the main ones because I had a role of sales and, and operations and managing people, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. And if you don't want to do it, the company's not going to run well. It's like it's like not having oil in your engine. Something's going to blow up eventually. And so around that time, November-ish, I just finally came to the Father and came to God and stopped talking for Him and let Him talk to me. And I said, Lord, I am not happy. And I am not, I'm not depressed. I'm not sad. I'm just not joyful. I'm not um, about work. You know, I, I've got now three ki- three kids under four. I've got a beautiful wife at home, and I want to be passion-filled again. And I wish it was for Trifecta, but I don't think I can. And finally, as I asked the Lord, He just started giving me some revelation and some comfort and some peace. And by the end of December, I started kind of realizing that something was going to change. I didn't know what yet. I didn't know if it was me just stepping out and seeing if Trifecta could do it by itself. Um, You know, I had talked to people. I had talked to a company in 21, a national company, about buying our company. I had talked to a couple small business, uh, just local people in 2022. Um, So I've always explored that, um, as you should. If someone's going to talk about buying, you should always at least hear them out. Um, But... My son was born January 4th. My third child was born January 4th. And just when I got back home and a couple of days later with my wife, I just looked at her and said, I can't, I can't do this. And she goes, what do you mean? I, and she, she knew where we were at. We talked about it all the time. I said, I just cannot go into this next growing season with being in the mindset I'm in. It's not, one, it's not fair to my team. It's not fair to our customers. It's not fair to you guys as my family. I'm going to be running on empty all the time. I'm going to be, I'm not going to be the the man that God's called me to be and the leader. And if I'm just doing this to keep, you know, a healthy salary or for some type of prestige or whatever the reasons are, I didn't really have any. 
then I'm being extremely selfish. And so I came to uh, my main employee and I offered her to buy the company after weeks of praying and, and making sure I was making the right decision. It was February 1st. I woke up one morning. I still hadn't like completely decided, but I had been meeting with my mentor and talked about how, how I was feeling. And we had come up with some scenarios and he just was like, you just got to make a decision, man. You know, the fact was I was extremely scared. I mean, I had built, not I had built, we had built this company, 20 plus employees most of the year. Um, people had really, the, my, my team was amazing at the time. Like just really great people who really poured a lot into the company. They acted like they owned it. And I didn't want to let anyone down. I didn't want to have to lay anyone off. I had never laid anyone off until December. Um, never. I'd fired people for doing misconduct, but never had to lay a single person off. And I didn't want to have to do that. I just didn't want to have to let people down. So finally, oh, I'm getting emotional about it, but on a Wednesday morning, I woke up, and the Lord just told me, he's like, today's the day. And I was like, what do you mean? And... I was talking to the Holy Spirit, and he's like, today's the day for you to give those scenarios to your main employee and see if they take one. If not, you go uh, about selling the company, not to them, but to uh, a couple people, small people, sell a piece here, piece there, and then you keep uh, the one part. And I was like, wow, okay. So that day, I went through with it and um, started that process. And all of February, I had to tell employees and lay off people and sell accounts and sell equipment. And uh, I'm still selling some equipment now. Today is March 8th, 9th, uh, 2023. But uh, sold the residential side, sold the landscape leads side and jobs. Um, and I kept the commercial side for now. And uh, it was extremely hard. It was unbelievably freeing. Um but man, was has it been tough? Just emotionally, just mentally tough. Um, I know it's the right decision. Since the second God told me that morning, I've been totally at peace with the decision. But it doesn't make it any less hard. And um, I let people down. I handled some things not the right way. I laid off a couple guys via text message, which was the dumbest thing ever. Don't ever do that. Um. I did that because I thought I was doing them a favor by telling them quickly so they could find another job, and it absolutely backfired. And I know you're all shaking your head as you listen to me say this in your truck in Iowa right now. Um, wherever you're at, I'm just kidding about the Iowa thing, but stupid. It was really stupid, and, and it showed some I – mean, whenever you're – you know, I'm 30 years old, man, and – I still have a lot of growing to do. I still have a lot of maturing to do. God, I have grown so much over the last three, four years, but I have still am in, have not even close to where God wants me to be. And you're never a finished product, but um, there's some areas that I know he wants me to work on. It's my, my, my health, my discipline, uh, my patience, my, um, my focus. And so that's why I decided to do this. It was, I've been telling everybody, uh, you know, I've told people it, it, it's a pizza with eight slices. It's, it's not one reason, it's about eight. And um, it made up the pizza, and that's the decision I made. Um, I didn't make necessarily the best financial decision with it. My best financial decision was selling the whole company, which I didn't do. I kept the name, and I kept my commercial side, which is my most, uh, most profitable and, and easiest to manage. But... Um, 
you know, companies who wanted to buy me, they wanted me to stay on for 12 to 24 months. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Um, you know, I, I got a, a big offer a few, several months ago and they were like, Hey, stay on a couple years. And if it does better and good, you'll get more money. I'm like, I'm not staying on. If I'm going to be out, I want to be out. Uh, from the size we were at, we were running eight crews and we were about to go up to like nine or 10 crews this year. So anyways, that's a long story. That's the long version of kind of where I've been at. And a couple points I want to like make, I've kind of made some, but just to, just to kind of challenge you guys to think through some things that I've been thinking through is the first one again, reiterating is what's God calling you to like, Something I've said in the past on this show or maybe like on social media that I kind of want to ask for part forgiveness from is it wasn't fully true is I used to like talk about growth like if you're not growing, you're dying, I would say that phrase. And that's somewhat true. When I went in, But the way I would say it was like, well, if you want to grow your company and have 18 crews, then you're an idiot. I'm sorry if anyone's ever felt that way from here and from me. Um, because I now know over the last two years that your journey is your journey. Whatever you feel called to, if it's having one employee, if it's having a hundred, that's up to you and God. Now, I do believe if you're not growing, you're dying in terms of you should always be trying to grow your business, meaning if you just want 60 customers, then you cut the bottom customers and you have the best 60 customers you can be. That's growth. Just because you're not growing in size doesn't mean you're not growing in health and growing in your revenues. Um, so that's why I'm saying I, I'm taking back kind of half of what I'm saying. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that decision's up to you and your family and um, nobody else. So don't let anyone else define success. Um or failure. Another thing is <clears throat> that I kind of want to ask you guys to learn from the story I just told you is the part about slowing down. Like, if you're not, I'm about to do something in a few weeks I've never done. I've never, <laughs> I asked my wife, we've been married seven years, I said, Have I ever done anything for myself by myself? Like, since we've been married. And she asked me, what do you mean? I was like, have I ever gone on like a weekend retreat? Have I ever taken a day and said, hey, honey, I just need a day to myself and like go hiking? And I haven't. So for the first time in a few weeks, I am going to do that. I'm going on a little vacation where I can just read and meditate and have fun and not think about anything else other than me rejuvenating myself. Um, so... What I'm saying here, guys, is we can't be who we're supposed to be for others if we're not taking care of ourselves. And I've always been kind of like, oh, that feels a little icky to me. I'm not really, I'm not really big on the uh, do you, do you, you know, take care of yourself, you know, worry about yourself. You know, there's a lot of like narratives out there about that, and it kind of makes people. Uh, I think there's a lot of excuses that come with that mentality. But when I, that's not what I'm saying here. I am saying that, man, if you drive a Ferrari, you got you to gotta get an oil change sometimes. And uh, you need an oil change. We as people need oil changes. And so I probably haven't, I haven't not done that um, like I should. And so now that's a focus for me. I'm taking the next hundred or so days and just really trying to say no to as many things and just kind of maintain what I'm doing and uh, go slow and um, 
I fell asleep at 10 o'clock last night, which was, I can't remember the last time I went to bed at 10 o'clock, literally. Um, I felt sleepy, and I told my wife, hey, I'm going to bed. She was like, you're going to bed before me? I mean, that's I might have gone to bed before her five times our whole marriage. Like, so... So hopefully, you know, that speaks that speaks to you. I know there's a lot of guys listening or women listening who um, a lot of our listeners are small business owners or they're managers for small businesses, and there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxious, anxiousness. There's a lot of um, just stuff that comes with that. And coming from me, hopefully it means something to you. You know, I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to be as transparent as I can to help. Um, I've had $100 in my bank account. I've had a lot more than that. There's no number that's going to bring you peace. The only peace you can have, you know, I talk about it with Jesus, um, but the only peace you can have is if you're taking time to yourself and really focusing on getting yourself right and making sure you're ready to help other people. You can't help others if you haven't helped yourself. I didn't really believe that until the last 18 months. Like, I thought I believed that, but, like, in my spirit, I realized I didn't. So, whew, that's a lot. That's a lot of information. It's a lot. I hope you guys can hear the um, tiredness in my voice, but also the transparency and the openness and the brokenness in a lot of ways. I'm really excited about the next few months of God kind of healing me and um, trifecta, man. You know, I still own it, but it's not nothing. It's not. It only has few guys, and and I've kind of waved the white flag on. I don't plan on growing the company anymore. Um, it's more of a passive income thing at this point, and, and that's pretty crazy to swallow because for six years, all I thought about was how to grow this business, and all I thought about was how to grow, 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 and go, go, go. And um, I'm at peace with where we're at now, and man, uh, it feels great. So hopefully this episode, guys, has really helped and challenged and encouraged you to to do the things we've talked about here. Uh, slow down, take some time to rest, take some time to to listen rather than talk, um, and then do what's right for your family and do what's right for you so you can grow into the leader you need to be and not just fake it till you make it. So again, guys, thank you for listening to the Down to Business podcast. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or uh, want to talk about any topics that you want us to cover here on the pod, uh, make sure you go to our Instagram account, Down to Business Podcast, and DM us there. Uh, we would love to chat with you. You will uh, hear directly from me. Um, make sure you follow us on Pure Marketing Agency. I'll see if we can help you with any websites or marketing plans. And until uh, next time, guys, this is Xander Kirby, Down to Business Podcast, where your business is our business. We appreciate you so much. God bless you, and see you next time.